Stories, fables, ghostly tales. Welcome, my lovely listeners. It's a Thursday, oh yes, and it's time for two stories. I'll be completing yesterday's story for you, Family Knows Best by Sean Corrales, as well as sneaking in a creepypasta title called Support Call ID 100156-03. So buckle up my creepy-licious listeners, grab your hot beverage, turn off the lights, turn up the sound, and get ready for something different. This was my life flashing before my eyes, and it was horrible. Was this what I've lived through? My lungs began to seize and I'm drowning again. The floor is so close now, but so is something else. There's a light, a pinprick of light, but a light that seems to grow stronger the more I look. For a blissful moment, I forget my predicament and enjoy the welcoming light. Thud, thud. A muffled voice from above breaks my trance, but... I don't care. I don't have the strength to care. Everything is fine or over. What did it matter? My body twists slowly, and I see the dock. It's so far away now. Jacob is gone, and the water is muddy. No, not mud. Something thick. It's dark, that's for sure. My eyes start to close, and my mind begins to drift. My lungs ache for air, but... It's okay. I sink. The glass-like surface shatters as I vaguely register it. Something is coming for me from above. My body shudders. Whatever it is, speeds up, seeing my final throes of life. Before the darkness overtakes me, I see Rebecca's eyes, staring through an angry mask in a costume. Breathe again. The next few minutes are a blur of pain and someone pounding on my chest. There are coughing fits, followed by gulping heaps of air, followed by me blacking out. When I finally come to, I'm lying on the rough sand of the lake. I see my dad sitting on the edge of the woods just beyond the sand, crying into his hands. Or is he laughing? I blink and cough as I try to sit up. My head swims causing my vision to dance around in circles. I prop myself up, digging my hands into muddy sand, shutting my eyes. I listened to my father on the shore. He took in short, gasping breaths that seemed out of place. It was a sound I'd never heard him make. I open my mouth to call out, but it doesn't cooperate. I wind up puking up water. It feels relieving and painful at the same time. Short gasps turned into coughs from my father, and it helps me focus on something. Keeps the world from spinning. I open my eyes, seeing him still covering his face. Dad? I choke out, not recognizing my own voice. His head shot up and his bloodshot eyes locked onto mine. I'm oh, Oh, no. I stammer as his hands drop from his face. He wasn't crying, screaming or laughing. He had been whimpering. His mouth was in ruins. Bits of flesh hung free from his jaw, revealing his jagged, crooked teeth. 
Now his face was locked into a raw bloody smile. The fatherly figure I had known gone under gore. Tilting his head caused the strips of flesh to flap against his face. You have been a naughty boy, son. Standing, he started to move closer to me. On instinct, I scrambled away, ignoring the nausea and pain coursing through my body. Memories of painful torture at his hand ran through my mind. What the fuck, Dad? What happened to your face? I cried, kicking my way to the docks. I wiped my face, gasping at the red stain covering my sleeve. Don't you dare get on that don't. He roared, pointing at me. We wouldn't want you to drown. On cue, I could see the rest of my family stalking forward from the woods. Each wore an angry expression, but the four youngest had on wetsuits and were dripping a dark fluid. The rest gave them a wide berth. If you drown, I'll have to crack open your skull and check for damage, young man. My father's crazed, fleshless words stabbing at my mind. What are you doing? Looking at each of them while crawling back onto the docks, once I felt the slick wood under my hands, I pulled myself up only to slip on something thicker than water. Horror froze me despite my insane family approaching me. Globs of red liquid dripped from my hand. Blood. Ruby sparkling blood that captured the light around it. Come back to mummy! I heard my mother yell from the exact edge of the beach. None of them moved, though their tense bodies betrayed desire to charge me. Now! She yelled in a banshee's wail not belonging to her. Scrambling to my feet again, I slipped and slid to the boat at the end of the first dock. My family howled behind me. The raw anger struck me and filled me with dread. I skid to the end of the dock, fighting with the rope tethering the boat. Chaos had been erupting behind me while I tore at the rope with shaking hands for what felt like an eternity. Ripping the rope free, I held it up in triumph when I realized it was silent. Chancing a glance behind me, I saw my youngest four affixing rubber diving masks to their face. Shit. The boat had floated away a few feet, but I leapt in anyway, landing with a crash. It rocked back and forth threatening to capsize before it settled. I grabbed the oars and set them in place as best I could. I heard them running up the dock before I saw it. Those little shits were full on sprinting towards me. I gave my best rose, and despite my exhaustion, I pushed away from the dock another few feet. There was no way they could catch me, I assured myself, preparing for another row. When the oars came out of the water, the lead runner reached the end of the dock and stopped. Phew! Michael, I think, was holding Cole's hand, I guessed. Twisting his body back, he then slingshotted Cole forward, who was holding one of the twins, who was holding the other. They formed a fucking human chain and flung out to the boat. Adrenaline pumped through me and I gave another massive stroke, pushing myself back. Another few feet separated me from the deck and the tiny hand reaching for me. Not far enough. She gripped the bow of the boat and they began to pull. Mummy and Daddy are sore with you, cried Rebecca as the chain pulled back. No, 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 no. I wasn't having this. I got up and kicked her little hand, causing her to scream. Her grip never gave up. 
but I kept kicking until a tear ripped in her glove. I was so close to the dock. Remembering years of water avoidance, I splashed her. Shock filled her pretty green eyes and the god-awful howling filled the calm air. Their chain faltered. Michael pulled back fast, but Torrance let go of Rebecca, leaving her latched to the boat. She was losing her grip though. I continued to splash water until she dropped into the lake. Howls amplified as she dropped down into that clear lake. My family writhed in agony on the beach and dock, watching her sink. My heart sank with her. I couldn't leave her. Motherfucker! Okay, no. Shit, okay. I make the stupid decision to jump into the icy water. I dove in after her, pulling her out onto the boat. I was sure this was a mistake, but I couldn't let her die. I had no idea what was going on, but I knew in my heart that I couldn't sit back and watch my baby sister drown. It was a struggle to get us both in, but adrenaline is a hell of a thing. I sat back up, unable to catch my breath, looking at her little form not moving. I needed to go. I'd drop her off the shore later. Sitting between the oars, I pushed off across a lake I never knew existed. To a destination I wasn't sure of. And this concludes the finale of chapter 3, that is, Family Knows Best. And what a fantastic listener story. Goodness, I am so lucky to have such talented writers. Now before I go on to my next one, if you have a story of your own, do not hold back. I love reading them. So feel free to email me at storiesfablesghostlytales at gmail.com. Now, on to our creepypasta. Support call ID 100156-03. Your author and all credit of this story goes to Charmingly Shallow. Let's get to it. Support desk transcript ID 100156-03. Support user Jim underscore D. Call date and time 0816. Customer account 21225-4674. Supervisor notes, customer account identified at intro, passed through to support, FLSH case number 83447. Jim. Hi, I'm Jim, your mobile support contact. This conversation may be recorded for training purposes. How can I help you today? Customer. Hi, uh, having some trouble with the speech recognition. It doesn't seem to understand what I'm asking. Okay, I just need to get a few additional details first, before we go any further. Are the contact and billing details on your account up to date? Yeah. And I see here your contract began a month ago? Yeah. I connected to the 3G network last week and it flashed up something about a software upgrade, and that's when the problem started. Thanks, but I just need to confirm a few more things before we can start trying to identify the issue and resolve it for you. Your mobile is a Samsung Galaxy S2 and you have 3G internet access, is that correct? Yes, I mentioned the 3G already. I just needed to confirm the facts before going any further, so what appears to be the problem? As I mentioned before, the speech recognition is playing up. In what way? And with as much detail as possible, please. When I try to search using Google, it keeps mishearing what I'm saying and brings back what I don't want. 
Well, sir, no voice recognition software is 100% accurate. Have you tried speaking slower and or louder? Preferably somewhere with a little or no background noise? Why didn't I think of that? I'm being sarcastic, by the way. I have to cover all the suggested options, even the obvious ones, sir. Could you give me an example? Yeah, sorry. Yesterday, I tried to search for restaurants near where I live, and the results were local graveyards and mortuaries. I'm not planning on booking a table for one at a location like that for another 50 years or so. Understandable. Anything else? A couple of days before that, I tried to search for some family pictures so I could change my background, and it returned, well, a whole lot of sick images, I can tell you. What do you mean by sick? Dead bodies. Some mutilated. Lots of blood and gore. What looked like cannibalistic rituals or something. Really sick shit. What if my kids had been using the phone? Could you refrain from swearing, please, sir? Sorry. What about the pictures, though? You can put parental controls on what your phone can access on the internet, which I can take you through next if you have the time. But this sounds like something we may have to escalate if these pictures break certain decency criteria. Okay. I believe you mentioned these problems only started occurring following a recent update to your phone? Yeah, no idea what it was. The window just popped up and I clicked install now. Took about five minutes, including the reboot. Do you know what version of Android your phone is running? What? You mean one of those funny food-related names? Gingerbread, ice cream sandwich, that kind of thing? There are specific numeric versions, but the codename should do as a starting point. Okay, I wrote it down somewhere. Hold on. It says, uh, Android 2.2.3 Flesh. So that's version 2.2.3 Froyo? Short for frozen yogurt, by the way. No, no. It definitely says Flesh here. Uh, could you hold on whilst I speak to my supervisor, please? Sorry for the wait, sir. Having spoken to my supervisor and reviewed your firmware download history, there does appear to be a problem with your recent installation. Please open the settings on your phone and select Software Update to download the most recent version. That should solve all your problems. Okay, thanks for that. I'll give it a go. Could you try it now, sir, and let me know when it's done? I can't right now, but I'll contact the support desk again if it doesn't work. Thanks for your help. Please, uh, try it now whilst you're on the line, sir. As I said, I can't. I'm calling on the landline. My daughter's using the mobile phone right now, talking to her sister. The credit ran out on hers. She might be a while, you know how these teenagers are. Uh... Please ask your daughter to end the call now, sir. With your recent update, there is a known issue in the firmware that can also affect both incoming and outgoing calls. Some users have complained of headaches, nausea, and other unexplained side effects. What? I thought that scare about mobiles giving you brain tumors or whatever was just that. A scare. I am neither confirming nor denying anything, sir, and our terms and conditions plus liabilities are available on our website. However, due to a recent bypass of our firewalls, an unknown update to the Android operating system was released without our knowledge over our network. We claim no liability for this software upgrade and are investigating the breach in our security. In line with the requirements of your contract and for your own safety and that of your family, please upgrade your software now and refrain from using your mobile for any and all calls. 
Is this a joke? Sir, please take the mobile off your daughter and end any current calls. Our company will not accept responsibility for any harm that may come to your family following this warning. You've got to be kidding me. Damn small print assholes. Hold on. Lauren, finish talking to your sister Hannah and give me the phone. I said give me the goddamn phone. What the... Shit. Are your eyes bleeding, honey? Exit the house now, please, sir. Lauren, speak to me. Put the phone down and speak to me. Lock all doors behind you and vacate the premises. Just just come over here and let me take a look at, at your eyes. There's, there's blood coming from your ear as well. Here, let me take the phone off you. Please refrain from interacting with your daughter and exit the building now, sir. Ah, God damn it, Lauren. You bit me. What the hell is wrong with you? Back off now. I mean it. Jesus! My fingers! My fucking fingers! No, 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 stay, stay back! Lord, please! Sir? Sir? If you can still hear me, sir, thank you for calling your mobile phone help support. A specialist contractor and cleanup crew has been dispatched to your address to deal with your ongoing issue. We are sorry for any inconvenience caused. Well, two very different and both traumatizing stories. And talk about some flesh-munching coincidences, right? Two stories in a row that involve some flesh-eating action. Goodness. Now tomorrow I may not be uploading, I'll do my best but may have to upload next Monday instead, because I'm going to be out and about. But you folks know me by now. I'll do all I can to get a story to you. A huge thank you to Sean Corrales for the Family Knows Best story, and a big thank you to Charmingly Shallow for the creepypasta support call ID 100156-03. An interesting take on a support call. I also wanted to do a mini shout-out to Nina, who I missed in my last shout-out, and a big shout-out to you iTunes reviewers that are leaving those ratings. And I've received some emails recently saying, Stories, mate, I'm trying to leave you a review, but iTunes is being such a pain. Yes, I know iTunes can be a real sore point when it comes to leaving reviews, but there is a trick to it. Hop into iTunes, click on my logo, and then leave the rating that way. Problem fixed? Yes. Simple? Eh. Intuitive? Definitely not. And that's part of the bigger problem, so I completely understand. So, I will either see you tomorrow, my creepylicious listeners, or at the least, Monday. And as always, join me for more stories next time.